The kakadu plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, y'all. We're rerunning two episodes today, which means that you'll hear two hosts, me and Tracy V. Wilson. Enjoy the show. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson and it's November 12th. Baha'u'llah, the founder of the Baha'i Faith, was born on this day in 1817. I've also heard his name pronounced slightly differently among adherents. He was born in Tehran, Iran, and from birth, his name was Mizra Hussein Ali. He was born into a noble family, and he was known for his skill as a horseman and a poet. He also was an excellent calligrapher. He had very little formal education, as we might think of it, though, and that was really typical for a young man of his station. At the same time, he was known to be very bright and very intelligent and knowledgeable about all kinds of subjects, including having an extensive knowledge of Islam. He was also known for being very compassionate, especially when it came to matters of injustice. He got married at the age of 18, and he would take other wives as well later on in his life. He was expected to be a civil servant, like his father was. And after his father's death, he was offered a position, but he turned it down. 
He really thought there was too much corruption and materialism in the civil service. He preferred to try to make a modest living, managing the property that he had inherited when his father died. And he also wanted to use what he did have to help other people as much as he could. He became known as the father of the poor by the time he was in his early 20s. When he was 27, he learned of a young man who was known as the Bab, which is Arabic for the gate or the gateway. People believed that the Bab was a messianic figure, a figure who was anticipated among Shia Muslims. And the Bab also heard of Baha'u'llah and sent him a scroll. We don't know exactly what this scroll said, but whatever it did say, it had a dramatic effect on him. He became one of the Bab's followers who called themselves Babis. In 1848, Baha'u'llah, who hadn't yet taken this name, was arrested and punished for following the Bab. Then, the Bab was executed in 1850 for treason. A lot of his followers were also killed at this time, and Baha'u'llah became his successor. The two of them had never met in person, but they had corresponded extensively. And before his execution, the Bab had sent Baha'u'llah all of his papers. Two years later, though... Baha'u'llah was falsely charged in a plot to kill the Shah of Iran. And after that, he was imprisoned in Tehran in a place called the Black Pit. While he was imprisoned, he had a divine revelation that he was the prophet that the Bab had been foretelling. After his imprisonment, Baha'u'llah was banished. It was the first of a series of banishments. He started out going to Baghdad and then to Constantinople and then to Adrianople, where he survived an attempted poisoning at the hands of his half-brother. After about 10 years in Baghdad, in 1863, Baha'u'llah publicly declared himself to be the divinely chosen leader that the Bab had previously foretold was coming. This is his first public declaration of this. He was a messenger from God and a manifestation of God. And this led to sectarian violence. He was banished once again from the Ottoman Empire, and he was sent to Acre in what's now the northwest of Israel, which was at the time a prison city of the Ottoman Empire. Imprisoned there, though, he started expanding his teachings and those of the Bab into the religion that is now known as Baha'i. He wrote religious texts there and developed a following as he was gradually allowed more freedom and more people were allowed to come into Acre and see him. A core part of the Baha'i faith is that God has revealed himself to humanity throughout history through a series of messengers, and each of these messengers has founded a religion. These messengers include Abraham, Krishna, Zoroaster, Moses, Buddha, Jesus, and Muhammad. So Baha'u'llah, which means glory of God in Arabic and is the name that he took for himself, is the most recent in these series of holy messengers that are central to the Baha'i faith. Baha'u'llah lived in Acre for the rest of his life, and today, that is the Baha'i Holy Land. He died in 1892, and his eldest son became his successor in his work and his teachings. Thanks to Eve's Jeffcoat for her research work on today's podcast, and thanks to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on the show. You can subscribe to this day in history class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for one of history's many bloody days. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hello, everybody. I'm Eves, and you're tuned into This Day in History class, a show where we travel back in time one day at a time. The day was November 12, 1970. The deadliest tropical cyclone on record made landfall on the coast of what was then East Pakistan, or modern-day Bangladesh. At least 300,000 people died in the Bola cyclone. The remnants of Tropical Storm Nora in the Pacific Ocean contributed to the development of a tropical depression that formed in the Bay of Bengal on November 8, 1970. The Indian Meteorological Department, or IMD, tracked the system by satellite. But the technique for estimating tropical cyclone strength from satellite presentations was new, so there were no direct measurements of the intensity of the tropical system. The storm drifted north for two days, then intensified rapidly. By November 11th, it had become a well-defined cyclone with sustained winds between 85 and 90 miles per hour. On the 12th, the IMD estimated that the maximum sustained winds were around 130 miles per hour. It's not clear exactly how much information about the storm Indian weather authorities communicated to Pakistan, considering the tense relations between India and Pakistan at the time. That said, the Pakistan Meteorological Department did issue a warning to people in the coastal regions on the 12th. But few people were near or able to make it to reliable shelters, if they even sought one at all. That afternoon, the cyclone made landfall on the coastline of East Pakistan. It was the sixth and strongest cyclonic storm of that year's North Indian Ocean cyclone season. 
As the storm hit land, it brought a 35-foot-high storm surge at the Ganges Delta. It flooded the lowland plains of the Ganges Delta, destroying hundreds of villages. The cyclone dissipated as it moved inland, degrading to a cyclonic storm by the 13th. But the combination of the storm surge and poor preparedness led to the death of many people. The death toll of the storm is estimated at between 300,000 and 500,000 people. Most of the people who died were young children. The most severely affected area was Tazamuddin, where nearly half of the population died, and a lot of the fishing industry in the region was destroyed. The damage caused by the cyclone came in at around $86 million in 1970 USD. Countries around the world, including France, West Germany, Canada, Singapore, and the U.S., sent aid to Pakistan. But the Pakistani government's response was slow, and the damage was made worse in the aftermath of the Bola cyclone. People starved from the lack of food. They drank contaminated water and died from dehydration or disease. Politicians in East Pakistan and the press criticized the Pakistani government for its poor handling of the disaster relief effort. Partly because of the government's poor response, tensions between East and West Pakistan escalated, and an opposition party won elections in East Pakistan in December. The Bangladesh Liberation War broke out in March of 1971, and East Pakistan declared itself the independent nation of Bangladesh. In the years after the Bola cyclone, a cyclone preparedness program developed in Bangladesh that allowed for better disaster planning and response in the region. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can do so at T-D-I-H-C Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you prefer something a little bit more formal, then you can write us at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.